Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. I think the caffeine's kicking in because my palms are getting sweaty. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> knees weak. <laughs> it's not, is it knee? It, it knee, I, I want to say like knees weak, arms ready, but that's clearly not the lyric. I don't follow white people rap music, <laughs> so I'd have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> I think he gets an invite to the barbecue, the cookout. He <gasps> recently, someone, some guy said that he can't be named the number one rapper of all time because he's white. I can't remember. It was clearly a black guy that said it. I can't remember, but I don't I mean, disagree do we... with the comment. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> do you think he would disagree? I mean, but we know, like, he's had a very different white experience. Yeah. Detroit! And poor. I mean, we don't, we don't even know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, opening to the pod. We have literally no information <laughs> about, about Eminem at all today. Like, no... He lives in his reclusive world. I mean, I do have a connection life. to the first story. Because okay, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Let's try this They supposedly around. dated back in the day, but the okay. latest about Mariah, Mariah Carey is oh, that yeah, yeah. she and her boyfriend slash date, uh, professional dater slash How dancer. dare you? Professional dater. No, I mean, I did watch her um, reality show years back where she was, like, contemplating dating him because he was always there um but yeah unfortunately mariah carey and ex brian tanaka have broken up after being together for seven years yeah it was like yeah well if this was a contract then like you know good for that seven-year contract yeah i mean they seemed really in love on the fake reality show i watched (laughs) so (laughs) Because I think, like, I, I just want... want her to be happy. I don't know why she procreated with Nick Cannon of all people, but we are here now, and he now is celebrating all of his kids the same day, just doing photo shoots with all their different baby mamas. Well, I saw that he went to Disney World with the woman who has three of his children, and I was like, that's so fucked up. Because like, when are I think he brought children? a few. I think he brings a bunch of his kids, okay. not just the three with that woman. Okay. Um, probably not Mariah's kids because Disney is like low tier for them at this point. Oh, well, also Mariah is not going to allow her children to socialize with any of his other children, even though they're siblings. Like they're all siblings. Mariah's like, no, I was the first, like we were in a legitimate, like, which, and like, he wasn't having children with other people just yet. (laughs) That's the real crime. And like, I shouldn't use the word legitimate because that's so judgy. But like the real crime is they then goes on to have 10 more babies. Right. Moms. And it's not even the like 10 more kids. It's that it's like six months. Oh, no, I was thinking one woman. Women. Yeah, it's more of just the women. Switching off women yeah. and going back. And they're all okay with it because I guess he's taking care of them until the money runs out or. No, nobody can be okay with this. They're just for the moment thinking this is a good idea and then getting into the reality of it and seeing how insane it is to be a single mother no matter how much money you're provided with 
It's such yeah. bullshit. It's so it should be illegal. He should be castrated. But that's you know my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Casey's passionate. Casey's opinions do not reflect the opinions of the Casey of a show show. <laughs> But they do. I mean, I don't know if he needs to be castrated, but like at least least chemically, wear a condom. (laughs) It's not that hard. I know it just doesn't feel as good. Or get a vasectomy. Yeah. 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 But we also know that he's out of his fucking mind, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, A good idea. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. They broke up because because Brian apparently would like to be a father. It wasn't. It wasn't enough to be a stepdaddy. Well, that's what happens when. You know, you are dating someone significantly younger than you that wants to start their own family and you're done with that chapter. And Well, also, like, what is a relationship with Mariah Carey like? You know, how give and take. You don't get to see her until probably noon once she's gotten all her hair done and makeup done. And, you know, like, I'm sure there's limits of when you can and can't see her and. And there's permission. Rooms you can and can be in at a certain time. Yeah. There, there, what kind of conversations are you having? I mean, yeah. What is the intimacy? And I mean, like in a non-sexual way, but like just as a human being, as Mariah Carey. <laughs> I would love to be a fly in that wall. <laughs> but she, yeah, she's not as bad as the others, but I am really enjoying how quickly her talent has left her and how how apparent she is struggling with being a pop star right now because well she's doing herself a disservice in the sense that she doesn't need to perform live she could just push out these albums and live Can she even sing anymore can she still sing the way she i don't i mean i think she's lost a significant amount of her ability to yeah no she has which you know it's not like I'm knocking her for that. She still can hit notes, even with her not as great voice, better than any of us can. Yeah. But valid, it's just not, you know, she's like, not 20 years old anymore. No, but it's an instrument that you have millions of dollars to protect and work on and should still, if you're given that talent, should still be able to be performing at that level regardless of age. You would think, because all these other singers can, but yeah. who knows what else is happening behind the scenes we're not aware of. Oh, yeah. Did she have non-dual issues? Was she also treated at Mass General, maybe? I don't like... remember about that. I know. Okay. She I should have. remember. I, yeah. Statistically, she would. And they all go to Mass General with, um, like, uh, Julie Andrews, Stephen Tyler, John Mayer, Adele. They've all gone to the um, place that I was taking like classes at for speech therapy, and so um, cool, cool, cool. So I'm I'm a vocal coach, just so you <laughs> on the side. Yeah. So if anybody, I'm an accent and vocal coach. I am tone deaf, <laughs> but <laughs> those who can't do teach, as they say. <laughs> but accents, I can really kill it. Um, oh, but also the other thing that I'm really enjoying is her step into borderline drag for the amount of. <laughs> Because she's wearing those really, like, thick, pretend to be passable as um, not even legging, but, like, stockings. Like, what would be tights. And she's just, like, it's almost as if she's, like, I'm not even going to shave my legs. And she is just, like, putting on those tan-colored ones, like, under her, like, uh, little bodysuits and stuff that she's trying to get 
Tummy control. Yeah. Because that is, you know, that is the plight of of becoming a... How old is she now? So if Ryan's 40, she's... She's got to be close to 50, I would imagine. Yeah. Word. But okay. All right. Um, (laughs) And then speaking of more relationships and singers, I know we didn't talk about this. She's 54. Oh, okay. Wow. Still looking great. Still looking great. Yeah, no, I mean... I'm just enjoying all the Mariah of it. Okay. I, I mean, I always will love me some Mariah. I can't hate on that woman. She has way too many good songs. And the same as initials as me. And she's so New York. like Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. Long Island, New York. Yeah. Represent. Yeah, I um, saw the um the ex-husband at uh, the bathroom at Macy's and I was working on that floor. And I was like, oh, you are a very short Oh, man. Tommy Matola, who's now married to, like, the Spanish version of Mariah. Yeah, yeah, Talia. yeah. But he was on the floor having a meeting. And I was like, oh, hey, Tommy Matola, coming out of the fucking bathroom at Macy's. This is hilarious. I've seen you at your weakest. And he was wearing sunglasses inside. And I was like, you're cool. That checks out. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, no, it's fine. That? The only other uh, relationship news is, so, I guess, the modern day Mariah, although that's really Ariana. Um, Accurate. But... Selena Gomez has been all over the Instas with her new boy toy, Benny Blanco. Can you explain for the viewers and me and the listeners and the readers um, and mostly me? So is he, who is he? He's, He's a, a producer. music producer. Has he been on, thi- like, who does he work with a lot? Because I think I'm confusing him with Bad Bunny or he works closely with Bad Bunny. Um, I would have to look that up, but okay. he does a lot of music with, like, the same people in that group, like the Justin Timberlake, or not the Justin Timberlake. The Biebs. The Justin Bieber's. Um, he has a very big role in the show, Dave, uh, with oh, Lil okay. Um. With so, my boy, yeah, Andrew like, very Santino. much in the music industry, in the L.A. industry. Um, he might be a songwriter, too, actually. Maybe not just a producer, but uh, I'm looking on his Wikipedia right now. Yeah. But, like, he's, you know, age-appropriate, 35. He's Jewish, which we like. Is Benny um, Blanco his given name, his government name? But, well, his... His oh. government name is Benjamin Joseph Levin. Benny Blanco is obviously his, I don't want to sound like a Jew name, but yeah. Ben I mean, he's, Levin. Oh, love it. Uh, but yeah, he's worked with, in addition to Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, Rihanna, Britney Spears, Kesha, Christina Aguilera, you, you name it. Okay. Um, his first song that he worked on was that song East Side with Halsey and Khalid. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, bam, immediately, boom, like, yeah. blow up. Yeah, um, I mean, I do love me some Halsey. Yes, yeah, so I would say one thing that's a little concerning is that he was mentored by the famous Dr. Luke. Who Very is, concerning. Interesting. Okay, I have a bridge for that. Okay. Yeah, who, if, if people don't remember, we've talked about him before, but Dr. Luke is the famous producer or infamous producer who... Uh, molested sexually assaulted kesha uh, rape yeah raped hard r on that one uh, yeah but and she... also you know had issues with other female uh Artists. performers and um i think also dealing with rights of with music too yeah like holding on to their music when they're trying to yeah and things like that but actually one of my stories was that 
uh, Kesha was finally released from his record label this week. Mm, interesting. Finally, even like even through the, this is why it very much is it, to me. This is why it's so obvious that he did attack her is that he would not release her even when they're in trial for his rape against yeah. her. It was all about the control. Yeah. So it was very clear that he is not, he's a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited for her for getting out of that situation and record label and everything. I don't know if she got out of it with her stuff, but. Doubt it. She got out but, of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Selena's now with Benny. We'll see how long that lasts. She seems to be very happy or she's compensating because she's posting a million pictures and. And a lot of people are coming for them because apparently he talked a lot of shit about her publicly for years. Probably because he was team Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Justin wasn't talking shit about her and she wasn't talking shit about Justin, like the fans created this whole issue. So when she was posting that, all I noticed online under her, I don't know why she has her comments even on, to be frank, with her mental health issues that she has. Um, but every other comment was like, no, don't do this to yourself. Like, this is a terrible idea. Like, remember all these things he said about you. And then there are all the quotes and all these like, and it was just, and she was like, well, tough shit. Like, that's not what's happening now. And nobody's ever treated me better. And you're like, oh, no, we're like two months into this. Like, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, man. But I'm sure it will inspire some great music. <laughs> I do like tend to hear her if i hear anything of hers i am like oh that's nice and then i look and i'm like okay i guess i like selena gomez music a little bit okay i'm not like charlie likes her listening to it but we already have our we just i don't understand how that's her voice and that's her speaking voice how her singing i don't like her singing voice i don't like her acting voice i wish her nothing but the best but i just don't get the hype yeah i'm with you after we've because we're at get, least we're Britney Spears up. could act no she couldn't <laughs> Selena's definitely more skilled than Britney and I don't know about that yeah, get to season three that. of only murder I have been I mean I've never been on board you know it, we're both on board with the monotone of it all and that really takes us out of it but Britney I know I just think about skills. when Britney plays like the dumb blonde she's really good at it <laughs> I don't know if she's playing it, but the, the idea of like re- recasting and having Britney play this role like would be yeah so no funny. that would be pretty terrible, but I'd watch it just for that. <laughs> it would be so rack. good, yeah. <laughs> Let's recasting agencies. We're ready for you. Hey, Martin Short is single, so like, why isn't that kicking off? Like Selena and Martin have a lot of on-screen chemistry. Ugh. Um. Yeah. So what do you got? Um. I you said have something that connects. To well, it was the it was oh, Ke- you said Dr. Right. Luke, like, get, Kesha getting the ability to get out of that contract and leave that record label years after decades, really. an active trial of his sexual assault, where I believe it was like it was something fucked up. And the um, I feel like the conclusion was like, yeah, he did it, but like she, there wasn't enough evidence presented for him to actually go to prison for the truck like yeah it's very much joke city 
well it's like the same thing with like bill uh bill cosby like he did it but now all of a sudden we're gonna find this paper that said he wasn't gonna have to go to jail for it and now even though he's been in jail we get to release him like what was that because he's blind and (laughs) like still alive and dying but not like ugh, bill cosby wow Ugh, never watched the Cosby show. Ugh, Hawaii kid, that got taken from us. Okay, we're only, we only care about <laughs> well, TV about shows and how yeah. we can't watch them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I wish I had, like, some bright... Okay, I'll end on a brighter note, because I have, like, one positive story in all this. Um, One kind of... Another, like, sad... From the Kesha era is, like, Iggy Azalea has now joined OnlyFans. So yeah, that's where we're at with it. So it's like Iggy, what happened to all that money? You just we wanted I to mean, burn. I mean, I don't think it. she really made that much. She made so much money. She was she so probably big, spent it, it all. Like, no, that's what she I thought mean. it was like, going to come continuously come, but she never was really. Well, she ended up. Good? <laughs> um. Well. Like, yeah, it was that time and place where it was, and she's also like this Australian, but now she can't come back because we've entered the conversations of cultural appropriation. Right. And also on top of it, not that she really like is living in Australia, I don't think anymore, but Australia also just voted to not recognize that they had an aboriginal community. Like, they're just like- Yeah, they're super, super racist over there. Yeah, and so- and an Aboriginal community in Australia is not at all the same community as Black America. So there's no. Not- if anything, you would argue it's similar to like Native American Americans. Yeah, but with since having multiple since now the culture like moving in that direction, I don't think she can come back. Her, her entire thing has been cultural appropriation of. A community that she is not a part of yeah i was never really a fan of her music so good riddance in my opinion but you know but now she's on the only fan so if anybody wants a seven dollar it's not seven dollars <laughs> well denise richards is also on only fans that's for what, seven dollars yeah. what yeah. is the line that's did what you I know mean. for seven dollars you could see a bunch of pictures of Denise Richard naked. That's not the line, but it's something no. like that. Yeah, that you get a packet of nudes from Denise Richards. Um, and then, I mean, I think that's kind of good news for us because we'll all see what happens. And I hope this doesn't get reversed. But through, like, the Jeffrey Epstein trials that are going on still and, like, getting information, apparently there he and Jessalyn Maxwell's uh, list of you know who was involved their client list is supposed to be released in january yeah but i already saw that there's like a few people who are still gonna be sealed which is most likely like trump even though we know he was there (laughs) and like clinton's even though we know they're there yeah i mean those people that are still alive and use their services have so much money that it's like I would I would expect the list to get reversed and like shut down, but yeah, you have to wait for them to die in order to get like the true story. Yeah, so fucking nuts. Ugh. And then like Fergie was allowed to of the Royals. Fergie went to Christmas Day with the Royals because like she and Andrew are like kind of back together, or she's just been his rock 
throughout this entire why is she doing that to herself because she doesn't have anything else if you're gonna be a part (sighs) it's still the royal family I know, but like your husband is such a joke. Well, ex-husband now too. No, that's what I mean. Like you're you're getting you're supporting him when he's such a fucking waste of a human. Yeah, and he's not even your husband anymore. So like, but it's one of those things of you'd rather be adjacently involved in it than being on the outside of it. She's been ostracized. She's been kicked out for a couple of um, decades now. Yeah. So to get back into the folds is very exciting. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, I'll be to get in there. Get a taste um, of it. Did you but have that, anything else? Oh, and then the positive news is Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach got married in New York City. They went to the court. They just went to the courthouse and had a quiet little civil ceremony. I mean, it's so funny. And then most importantly, they went to Billy Joel concert to celebrate. Like, that's, you bury the lead there. <laughs> no, because that's your boy and Billy Joel. Gets no, I mean, that's literally every article I saw about it. It was like celebrating wedding I, with Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah, I just don't need to mention Billy Joel because I don't like him at all. And he yeah. Gets and I hate, yeah, I don't think there should I be. I sent that to my brother and my mom and my brother was like, New wedding plan? I'm like, if only. <laughs> that could be your wedding plan. He's, his regis- residency is ending, so. Well, only if you want. If You could have made it happen if you wanted to make it happen. All you'd have to do is go to the courthouse and then go to Billy Joel, exactly like they yeah, did. Yeah, not the same. <laughs> I want him performing my, my like, five favorite songs. <laughs> oh, I would leave. <laughs> I'd be like, have a great night, guys. Bye. It's my time to go. Like, if you even think you're Bruce Springsteen, get the fuck out of here. Uh, but they... Oh, man. Get out of here! No, I won't. <laughs> I'll hang up right now. Um, but it's also, like, Greta and Noah, to me, are just like... Like, it's bananas that those two people exist in this world right now, because they do seem like the female and male version of each other. Like, their films are... Minus the age difference, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they are making, like, the same kind of films. Well, yeah, they're both filmmakers. They're both providing social commentaries on what's happening in the world. Oh, yeah, but, like, their indiness of it all. Yeah. But not, it's like, um, uh, you know, as if they they lived on opposite ends of the U.S., like, you know, they would have found each other. It's just, like, bananas how. They were meant to be. Yeah. They're each other's lobsters. I didn't know that he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee before. Yeah. Yeah, miss that. Um, I want to say they were together when he met her, maybe, but Probably. I don't want to start shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> What's the point of this podcast? <laughs> well, I want to start shit that's actually rooted in truth. <laughs> no, you like, <laughs> like strike 90% of what we talk about from the record. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea what's happening. Because they would have met on like her that first movie that she did with him, right? Of Greenberg, yeah. Ugh, which I hated. Yeah, yeah. They began. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he was still. Um, oh well, eh, I don't. It sounds like it was kind of really very back to back. Lee filed for divorce in November of 2010, and then he started working with Greta in late 2011 on Greenberg. And so, yeah, it was like he was single technically, and then they clearly 
you know fell in love with each other and then they went forward with the divorce so yeah but okay um but yeah no that's all i had so the only other thing i had um was another bad relationship story um our girl kathy griffin filed for divorce from her husband of four years but i think they were together for like seven they've been dating since 2011 okay which is a significant amount of time yeah um but yeah the other day she posted on instagram this sucks and then um shortly after news was that she had filed for divorce we have no idea what the reasoning is except for er er what is that word irreconcilable the differences um (laughs) i just thank you yeah like i can't say marlboro i have to like get real slow with it but it's just again you know relationships this stuff happens especially in hollywood especially when you hire your significant other to work well that's kind of the thing because we know from the first marriage she did the same thing she hired she had this guy work for her and then he was stealing money from her so we're really my, my brain immediately went to that i'm hoping that's not the case but you're also like recreating bad habits especially because again you asked me this it's not like he was a professional tour manager and then she was like oh let me hire you and then they fell in love it was like he was a marketing executive and she said hey do you want to work for me and then they started dating this was our text conversation of me being like well he has a different career so like he wasn't stealing and then you're like no she hired him as a tour manager and i was like but like um and you're like yeah no, all bad news. And I was like, no, why? But she knows And better. no joke, like, I still haven't listened to it, but she, this past week, she, or this past month, she's been doing, like, a bunch of press because she has this tour coming out, and I listened to um, Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer, and she's talking about how incredible the relationship is, blah, blah, blah. And then she's also on Blocks with Neil Brennan, which I haven't listened to yet. But I'm imagining also going to be, I mean, it was early December, so I can't imagine her not talking about how great the relationship is again. And then it's like, what happened? Yeah, because she's been through a lot while they've been together. Yeah, her parent, or I think at least her mother had passed. Yeah. She went through the whole rigmarole with Trump and being canceled and all that. She's Yeah, not even being canceled, but then investigated by the FBI for an assassination like like assassination attempt yeah like she was literally canceled by the government not just by like public opinion yeah um and then most recently been dealing with uh cancer cancer and then I think she admitted she had like a pain addiction uh an addiction to some of the drugs which like she was notoriously never drank any of that so um but she does yeah. have yeah she has a family history of real struggles with addiction yeah she has a brother who's been in and out of prison yeah and she's irish catholic from chicago right so, exactly yeah. so it's in her blood yeah i mean we've been her fans from day one so it's more just like you know i want good things for her because she's just been through it all but yeah. um we'll just have to yeah. see if we find out i mean my other conclusion was like he cheated but or, yeah, you know, that could be the case, too. It's yeah, almost like you'd rather yeah. it be that than him stealing, because it's just like the PTSD of another 
either way it's a trust you know, yeah either way down. it's a it's a failed relationship but it's oof. no let's not put failed or successful on it just because it like lasts long or doesn't last long it's just a bummer yeah that you know divorce is never going to be easy so especially at 63 and then just the kind of what is it whip yeah the whiplash of it of like you you like you were saying you're hearing her on Nicole Byer but what are you supposed to do go on a podcast and be like yeah actually we're going through well some people right. do do this but like yeah we're going through a rough time and then every question after that is like are you still going through a rough time or how's your relationship right no or- I get that but even like you know obviously that podcast is all about. Nicole asking people who are in relationships, like, how did you meet? How did you know they were alone? Because she's so intrigued to know, like, how this works for other people. I'm with her, too. The best no, part I is mean, when she goes, do you share socks? I don't know what couples do together. Right. <laughs> and her just saying, you know, like, giving what sounded like very sound advice, minus the part of hiring some random guy who doesn't do the job you're hiring him for. Yeah. Um, but never been a comedy yeah. Store manager before. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. Such so. a difficult job. Like it's so the having the having to know who the people are that you're dealing with at each. You're dealing with a separate booker at every single comedy club that you're signing up for. What clubs are available? Or what theaters are you then doing in which city? And like trying to just figure out the logistics. Yeah, I feel like you would want someone that knows these people, not like a random person who's now going to have to build these relationships relationships day one but again i'm not working in the comedy scene so know, maybe it's changing so good at it if we were <laughs> if we were tour managers we would be so i know good. but i think about that stuff all the time because like when i worked in celebrity pr i like the stuff that stressed me out the most was making reservations and like you know because that stuff can always fall apart something can get, and this was like pre-internet or not pre-internet yeah. but like pre like open table <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like you just had to hope the other person on the phone got it right and got your email yeah. correct and all that. But that's um, all. That's the classic kind of Michelle control issues of like because yeah, just... there's always gonna be a something. way to fix something. Yeah, something's always gonna come up, and then you're there's always a way to. It's not might not be your first choice, right? But there's always a way to solve the problem. And that's just what, but that's also taken me 30 fucking years to learn. Well, exactly. And that's also like, it's a lot easier to not stress about it when it's your job versus when it's like in your own life. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, I can sign off at five and this isn't my issue anymore. But if you're like a tour manager for 24 hours, someone where you're working 24 seven, then you don't really have that luxury of turning it off. Yeah. That's what ultimately made me realize, like, I can't do celebrity PR because you're basically working as long as the celebrity is up. Yeah. And they're not well. And they're none of these people are like (laughs) at the time. I mean, at the time I was working at a PR firm with John Mayer and Jessica Simpson as major clients who were at the time dating. And so, yeah, they were never falling asleep because they were out doing Remember that. Like, you don't even understand that John Mayer and Jessica Simpson were together, guys. Like, you you guys need to read your history. Like, yeah, that was way more than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Let's be real. Sexual napalm. (laughs) I don't hear Travis using those terms. So good. Can you imagine if Travis called Taylor Swift sexual napalm? <laughs> he ain't going to. You can tell by the way she dresses. Anyway, um, um actually, they no. Both oh my god! Terribly. But that that picture of him shirtless 
ooh, baby, baby. Like, I don't think I've seen it, but he doesn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not unattractive. He just doesn't do it for me. No, I'm I'm on that, but like I'm obviously yeah more on the yes page. Like if yeah. Travis Kelsey's gonna like you're not gonna him, say I'm no if like, he if he came <laughs> no. in. No, and then the more I get his personality, I'm like the more on board I am, and I'm like, oh god, I called this one so wrong. But he's like in a sauna or something, and so he's like with a turkey glistening. club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like glistening, and it's borderline like Brett Goldstein, like. Uh... Yeah, it's not as kind of masculine. It's not as hairy, but it's a lot. It's more than you're ever expecting. So that's always like the fun part when you see a guy shirtless and you're like, oh, you are a fucking man. All right. You do grow hair on your chest. Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm just I'm also like realizing how attracted I am to that look where. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad look. No. But, but we're, so we are we we're coming off the era of uh, over manscaping and like clean chest. So then now, can we get and clean shaven? Yeah. yeah, let's go back to some Tom Selleck vibes and really just get seventies on this and go ham. Horn stash. Yeah. Yeah. You're a worm. Let's You're a worm with a mustache. <laughs> so good. So um. Good. All right. Do you have anything else, or should we go into what we're watching? No. Let's yeah. Let's chat about what we're watching because you. Well, yours truly finally watched a movie from this year, (laughs) and I watched the infamous Saltburn on Friday, um, which I think you had described in terms of you have no idea which way I'm going to go with. Yeah. 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 And I liked it. Um, Very excited that you liked it. I agree with you in that I definitely don't think it was as crazy or this. I mean, there were some crazy scenes. Yeah. But nothing that we scarred me for life. Like, I just, I keep thinking of Promising Young Women and I think of that scene and I think about how that changed me as a human and I never can unthink of that scene ever again. And I will not have that same feeling for Saltburn. There are definitely some scenes I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But it's yeah. not keeping me up at night. <laughs> no, and it's like, I also was very curious. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers for anybody. You can watch it on Amazon for free right now. It's streaming on Amazon. Yeah, that's how we saw it. Watch yeah, it. exactly. Um, but yeah, so if you're not in, like, we'll just kind of talk more. But I already told my it. mom she's this is not for her, so she can okay. hear the spoils because she's not going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> so they go after what would be kind of the most grotesque and socially unacceptable, like, things. Like, I'm trying to understand why Emerald is, like, kind of playing with, yes, he lit. So Jacob Elordi's character, Felix, does jerk off in his bathtub. Also, how classy is it that on like a nightly basis, Felix is taking? I a didn't bath. even think that was odd. I thought the odder scene is obviously what happens when he leaves. When, wait, when, when Felix leaves and then Oliver comes in and yeah, 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 that's does what, I mean. what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like, people are like, oh, Oliver, Jake, um, uh, sorry, Barry Keoghan's character, Oliver is licking Felix's semen off the bathtub. And I'm like, no, it would have been diluted in the bath water. And at the end of the day, the grossest part for me is that he's like licking the drain. No, the worst is sucking the drain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Everyone's like, oh my God, the semen, the semen. I was like, Stifler did that too. (laughs) Like we already have had people drink semen knowingly or accidentally. And it's like not, 
but it was the licking of the drain and like just the bathtub water of it all that I was yeah. like, no. It was more the germs of the bathtub than really what was the insides of Jacob Alordi. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then like eating a girl out on her period, but also like, lucky for you, I'm a vampire. <laughs> like he's so I I just love I don't like love this character, but I love every Barry choice involved. Well, no, I mean it. this is a movie that if Barry doesn't get nominated, he may not win, but he definitely needs to yeah. be nominated. He's for nominated. his role because yeah, because yeah, if we're gonna see him from Banshees of Inisherin to then come play Oliver and not acknowledge. Oh yeah, like as someone who saw Banshee and didn't get the alert, like this one, he definitely deserves way more of the nomination. Yeah. And then obviously the graveyard scene. Oh I my god, yeah, the graveyard a mile scene away. Did you not when he starts taking his clothes off, I was you like kn- he's going to fuck the grave. He's going to I actually thought he was going to go into the coffin. <laughs> Well, it's under, isn't it under the dirt already? It's under some dirt, but you can okay. move the dirt and go into the coffin. And <laughs> the other thing I so was wet. like, I just kept thinking like, the family hasn't left the, pro- like the premises. They just said, they could we'll easily see later. Just turn around, walk back. Like, and be how like, did Harry. they not turn around and be like, what the fuck is going on? Or anyone else who was there? Like that to me was like, is someone about to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Which would be even funnier in that movie if like, that's how it ended. I'm just being like, wait. You're fucking our dead son's grave. Like, like Harley here, shows guy. up again and is like, wait, <laughs> he is bad news. Um, but that was also all Barry's choice. Like, it, and he was like, can I get one for myself? And like, let me see what I do. And Emerald was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And Barry was like, I was trying to figure out how could I be as close to Felix as possible? How could Oliver become as close to Felix as he physically could by fucking his grave? <laughs> He was like, I just let my body do what it wanted to do. <laughs> You're like, all right, Barry. Yeah, I know. You're like, wow, he's got some moves, but like, moves how like long Jagger. did it take to clean that inside of your hole? <laughs> I mean, honestly, have fun with that UTI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just felt like Emerald was trying to play with kind of like our society's most unacceptable sexualized things necrophilia like kind of period play yeah yeah that kind of stuff but but in general yeah what were some other like kind of favorites for you like like rosamund pike's characters yeah i honestly loved the parents together just like rosamund and richard grant like they're the perfect like casting british like yeah they just sum up what rich unhinged on like not grounded to the universe like has no idea what the fuck is going on in the world because they, they don't trust it. anybody because everybody's after their money because that's right. all they and are. just like the passive aggressiveness of like we want you to leave but we're not going to tell you to leave and then we're gonna like you know all that kind of stuff harry mulligan's character yeah like, coming in so hard like and just such a funny insane backstory that she's running away from this like russian oligarch <laughs> yeah um who then like bear or not barry but oliver is like claiming there's holes in her story and then ultimately like yeah realizes he may have caused her the downfall of her he doesn't care what he does i mean that's the least of his concerns um yeah yeah, i mean 
I would say that there were definitely, like, I think we talked about this via text, but, like, the second Felix passes, I was like, all right, how did Oliver, how is he involved? Yeah. I knew, I, I was like, this is, Oliver's done this from the get. And then, and then I guess it's my, I'm very interested in if people think this is like a big surprise twist. Cause then I'm like, well, what kind of movie do you think you're watching this whole time if it wasn't set up by him? Well, and also like the first hour of the movie is kind of like nothing bad is happening. So, you know, like there's going to be a twist. Yeah. You're like, this isn't just, and if you're like, this isn't just with- like a poor kid coming to stay with his rich friend's family for the summer. Yeah, we're not going to be making a movie that's that simple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, do I think it was the best movie ever and worth all the hype that it's getting? No. Did I think it was worth the price? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are, re- I, because maybe nothing else is coming out that's, like, shocking or challenging and people wanted, like, a real PG Christmas. Like, there was a lot of freak out over the last week of people coming to see this movie and being like, oh, well, I my think God. It's also, because it's a hall, it's coming out during the holidays and it's clearly not a movie to watch with your family. No. Yeah. Like, but it just seems like people are clutching their pearls and it's like, we've gone through so many more disgusting, darker things yeah. in the last 30 years. On for film. sure. No, for sure. And, um, yeah, and I know I said this via text. I think the casting was really good. I just maybe because I've never seen him before. Maybe it's because I'm I not don't think supposed he's been to like much. him, but like Farley, I felt like they could have come with a better, a better actor. Yeah, it could have. It I'm curious what other auditions were like, but yeah, you're not. Even though he is the character that you should be rooting for, you're for some reason. I mean, I'm not not rooting for Ollie. Oh yeah, well because in the beginning you're rooting for Ollie because you feel bad for him. I, I mean, the whole time I was like, I know we're going to this movie not being able to trust this. Like, there wouldn't be a movie unless this guy. Yeah, is... but I guess. Yeah. I knew not to trust him because he was off. But, like, I didn't necessarily think the whole story that he gave about his family was what it was. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, this is all. Bull-. Like, if you know Brideshead Revisited, it was just like, yep, yeah. Yeah, okay. a lot of people said that there would be no salt burn without Brideshead's Revisited. Yeah, and but that story is 150 years old, 100 years old, like, so yeah. it's been redone multiple times. I actually wanted to check out, like, the newer remake of it, because the cast was pretty dope, but mm. um, I'm seeing if I can get it on BritBox, if it's there. Um, but, yeah, it, it, and knowing who, like, Barry Keoghan is as an actor, and, like, what he's been choosing. He's not picking no rom-com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not gonna be this, like, little idyllic, innocent boy. And then also at the end, just getting a full new dancing of him. Of oh, the- yeah, that part was nuts. Like, decent dick out, girl. Can we get, like, I'm here for it. All right. Like, a little... Yeah, no, it was... A little penis in its sweater. <laughs> a little... <laughs> uncircumcised him just walking in all the rooms the blue room it was like literally just recreating when felix is showing him the house and he's basically doing it on his own now by himself and also Um, great great swing and hit by uh jacob alordi oh yeah no i mean the second felix shows up you're like i get why there's the allure that's why everyone's performing for felix yeah i'd kill people for him are you yeah look at that jawline we're we really pretending. So I feel like if this movie 
if you if we didn't have a lordy to cast in this part i would have been less understanding agreed <laughs> agreed no because jacob Alordi, like he women love him men love him everyone loves him yeah and, and, and i feel and like it makes Lilo even more of a sense why he plays that character who also everyone's in love with including his own sister so yeah yeah and if he was your brother You'd have you'd have to lock yourself in your room too. I mean, she doesn't do that, but like, I would be like, yeah, I need to distance myself because <laughs> I am worried about my urges. Uh, but yeah, so Saltburn, and then um, I guess the other thing we've both been watching, which has been legit, like candy, so funny, is the latest season of Ultimate Girls Trip which is featuring primarily the OGs of New York. So the Luann, the Sonia, the Dorinda, Ramona, as well as the crazy Kelly Ben Simone. And yeah. uh, Kristen Takeman, who is later on, but is holding her own in the season. Yeah. But, so, you know, vanilla as fuck. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, just seeing Luann flirt with anything with a pulse I could watch for days and that's coming from someone who does not like Luann (laughs) I mean the problem is I like I like they're all very fun and charming on this season so you go yeah it is sad that we don't get Roni legacy on a seasonal basis but I also don't want Ramona back on my screen because I don't like Ramona winning me back over by being bananas and and actually being semi-reasonable this season, which is also frustrating. We've never because... seen in her whole time of being on the show. And she's not a good person. So, like, yeah, I don't want her to be financially rewarded, even though she already has millions. It's just yeah. really frustrating. She's going to be fine whether she has the show or not. So. Yeah. And Sonia seems to have upped her pill intake of whatever prescriptions she's on. <laughs> well, it's not only the pills. It's the pills and the med- and the drinking. And the booze. Yeah. It's just like she's always and then there's like a base level Sonia that we get. But like, yeah, we're this one's getting um we're entering like a we're bordering on sad territory right now of like, oh, do we have another conversation with Sonia possibly going to go to rehab when she never does? Yeah, but it's nothing compared to what we're seeing with Kelly Ben Simone and her like mood swings, manic. I mean, like, I know you said it was too, they're happening too close for it to be bipolar, yeah. but it's literally like one moment she's yelling and screaming, and the next moment she's like, I'm so happy. But then it's also these, I, it's the delusions of the information that people have about her, where she's like, my relationship's complicated. And then a day later turns around and she's like, everybody knows that I'm engaged. And it's like, and then she's reading no her love letters from her betrothed. Like she's in a fucking war, like he's in a war and he's sending her these really creepy notes that I would probably, (laughs) but they're just like, no, they're not creepy, but like, I even feel like if, even if they weren't coming from a creepy person, if Charlie wrote me those every day, or if you wrote those to me, like I would get anybody that you're sleeping with (laughs) turns around and tells you you're crushing it. That I, my, my vagina goes limp. I have no longer have a boner. Do not use office rhetoric 
in a quote unquote romance letter to me. I always think no when when they said crushing it, I thought my brain went to DJ Shay being like, "We're crushing some beers." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "Does it start off with Happy Friday?" <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, like, get out of here. This poor man doesn't even know what he signed up for because I think he's just in love with her beauty and whatever face she's giving him. And it it can be very, this is what happens with dumb men who don't have any street smarts, is like the aloofness is very charming at first. But then when you're living with it and you go, oh, that's how your brain works? This yeah. is unnerving. Yeah, I don't envision their relationship lasting long but i've been surprised before <laughs> and but I, and i don't think that this guy has anything to do with the nhl so when she's also talking about this other guy that is this nhl hookup i think it's a completely different person so if i do too and that's why she probably didn't guy, want to talk about it anymore because she's on with some other guy now yeah and then she's saying she's been with this uh like finance guy for a year and a half or something but it's like the internet says that they've been together for like four months like so. yeah but you know kelly never tells anything that's true but the internet's always right <laughs> well a wikipedia is but no, I'm just <laughs> um but you know yeah kelly can go away i mean it's entertaining for what it is and it's nice the mix it's nice that bethany's not there to like repeat scary island but we are getting a mini scary island repeat yeah this is true it's even better when Dorinda then watches Scary Island and can be like, oh. Yeah, no, I mean, that was well. probably one of my favorite scenes is just seeing Dorinda watching it while she's getting ready and being like, yo, I've seen that behavior. Now it's all making sense. Yeah, if we could have a live feed of Dorinda in that room just getting ready or walking around or trying to take a nap or trying to open any of those doors, I would watch that as Big Brother live feeds. Like, <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean. So funny. Also, is me if I had that room. I would be yeah, like, I don't know where. Literally I mean- a maze. <laughs> so funny. No other rooms like it. It's so And great. she had the nicer room that she gave up. But once again, Ramona. Yeah. Because you just don't want to hear that bitching, but it's hilarious that we're only each day is a whole different episode. If that will tell you how bananas these ladies are. Oh, especially the Luann and Dorinda, or, or the Luann and Sonia, who all they want is to hang out with guys, and the only guys that are on St. Bart's are the ones that are working at their home and the restaurant that they go to. Yeah. And they're all half their age, and it's hilarious. Oh, it's been so good. But yeah, I really hope Luann sleeps with Martin or something, because, I mean, I just want Martin She's to come up with the worse, story. She's picked worse, let me tell you. Yeah, we love Martin. This exactly, is like, this would finally be, like, someone that's a decent human. I honestly want to ask if Bravo, like, cast the house managers for us, too, or they pick the house. Yeah, that, the especially house as they're doing more and more of these, there has to be, like, a chemistry test. <laughs> yeah, because, like, how did we get Pepsi in Thailand? Like, he's an all-time, all-star. Like, yeah, I'm so curious. Yeah, Pepsi was the best. Oh, man. Um, what else have you been watching? Anything else? Um, Other than that, just, like, I think I mentioned to you earlier, I've been watching a lot of comedy specials. I watched the latest Ricky Gervais called Armageddon. Um. It's good. It's definitely more, I mean, you know, it's Ricky Gervais. So there's definitely some 
problematic stuff he says. I think the first half isn't as good as the second half. So it's like to go through all that, not everyone's going to enjoy it. But Charlie was cackling as if it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. Um, yeah, that's why we like Charlie because he laughs at our shit. So. Yeah, exactly. He's an easy, uh, easy get. audience member. Um, and then, <laughs> but also, he was not enjoying Saltburn. No, he wasn't. And he was also <laughs> like, "What did you get me into?" <laughs> and like closing his eyes, especially yeah. during that period scene. You gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. and then also we watched the Stavros. Uh, I forget how you pronounce his last name. I don't know how. Oh, yeah, Halaka. comedy Halaka. special that's also on Netflix and called um, Ra- Fat Rascal. Fat Rascal. Yeah, it. I just love him. He's so funny. And yeah, this week I'm really, I've really been getting into a deep dive of his stuff and like going back and like seeing him on other people's pot and listening to his podcast and stuff. Yeah, he used to have a Nick's podcast with Sam Morrell that I would listen to. Oh, fun. Um, and. He's been on, you know, we might be drunk a lot because they're really good friends with him. So I've been a fan of him for a while. And I saw his like, especially at last year, which I believe was more crowd work. But um, yeah, it's he's just just like the comedy I like where it doesn't have to be political. It yeah, there's some sexual stuff, but it's not like in your face where it makes you uncomfortable also in a different way. It's just like frat boy fun, but not. It's not too deep, but it's well done and it's yeah. well thought out. And it's not offensive smart. for no yeah. reason, you know? Yeah, I saw a really good, great clip where he was talking to this guy and, like, giving him shit about his dad's business. And, like, and, and he was like, I don't, I, he's like, I'm sorry that I'm the one telling you your dad's in the mob because he was a, an, an illegal Italian in the U.S. Who, Working in he, construction. Well, and then, and then he was like, and then the guy goes, my dad has a business with no website. And he goes, oh, what is he, a contractor? And he goes, garbage. <laughs> he works in garbage. And he's like, yeah, your dad's in the fucking mafia, bro. I'm so sorry to tell you. Like, if you're this age and you haven't put two and two together, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. It was so good. No, that's great. We love Stabby. And so he's on this week with Sarah Sherman. So I was like, watching. Yeah, that that I definitely need to together. watch. Because yeah. Sarah Sherman is my dream. Like two little freaks together is so fun. Two, yeah, exactly. Um, what have you been watching? Just more like free stuff on Netflix mostly. Um, so yeah, two. I lo- I watched the Julia Roberts Mahershala Ali. Oh yeah. How did? Yeah, oh no, that was too soon. Um, how'd you <laughs> like that? My brother just told me he watched it too. He liked it. Oh Adam, all right. We'll have to get you back on a train. Have some kind of decent. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not gonna watch it. So. Yeah, um, Scott Spinelli and I had the same opinion. I actually, it motivated Scott to start a text conversation. So look at Whoa, me. Whoa, muscle. I guess, I guess brush that off my shoulders. I got Scott Spinelli to engage. And he won't listen to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, he Friend won't. of the pod, Scott Spinelli. And um, it, they, it had a lot of promise and it falls fucking flat. There's this whole plot line of the daughter, like, just discovering friends and wanting friends. She's at the conclusion of Friends. and Like the show? Yes. Oh. And she's, like, upset that the internet's out. She's, like, 11 years old. Um, and she's, like, but I want to know what happens to them. And you're, like, get the fuck out of here. And, like, if you don't already know, then you're an idiot. <laughs> and um, 
and so that is like uh really well also because i'm like we're not pointing out the fact that julia roberts was on friends i told that to scott he was like oh, right right right, right. She dated matthew perry yeah the first year that friends was on tv and so like that is it kind of brings me out in general the second thing is also they show a clip of the daughter watching a episode of friends and she's nowhere near the 10th season she's only <laughs> season two and i was like okay this is bullshit um and bitch yeah they did a good casting choice but immediately you don't like julia roberts's character and she's an absolute fucking karen and she's a racist and then mahershala ali and his daughter who i need to look up who she plays because she's been great and everything and um uh and the and then you're learning about we have to deal with like ethan hawk's fragility because he's realizing that if the world's coming to an end he doesn't have any fucking skills and he can't save his family. And so then he like gets stoned and he's like talking to the teenage daughter, Mahershala Ali. And he's like, I didn't help this woman on the side of the road today because she was. And also this woman was in a full panic state and only speaking to him in Spanish. So like, I would have left that woman too. Cause I'd be like, you need to calm down. Well, because- also if the world's ending, like we can't be yeah. helping randoms on the street who may but be he- trying but to kill you they don't know that the world is ending when it's like, well, the internet's been out and like, you need to really, and Julia Roberts sees Kevin Bacon's character. He was probably the highlight of the whole movie. Um, Kevin Bacon's character is like getting bottles of water and like gas and all this stuff. And she's like, and she's like looking at him like, what the hell is he doing? And then he's like, bitch, you better back off because this is for my family. And she's like, okay, sorry. I was being rude by staring. And it's just, and she's, She's just unlikable, and she couldn't have been part of a Brooklynite, like, useless mom. Um, and what I did enjoy is they have the, like, um, Sonic testing that was be- that is a true story of... Um, okay, so the actress's name is Ruth... The character's name is Ruth Scott. Mahala is her... Mayala, it's a one word and it has like a hyphen in it as her name so i'm i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing it but she's been good in everything that she's been in um and she's like the one that you're kind of rooting for because she's like the one that's like i know what the fuck is up and like has our shit together yeah. yeah and like why won't these white people let us back in our home dad and also they don't ask for id from mahershala ali and her when they come to the house to be like this is our house and i was like ask for id what are we doing here this should be question number two like right because isn't the premise they're in a airbnb and then those people come and say this is our house the world yeah can we stay here or whatever yeah and you're supposed to be questioning who these people are and that's supposed to be part of the movie but then it's just the world starts crumbling around them so they're like you don't really care even if they are lying about it but they obviously aren't because they're well to do and they're well spoken but then it turns out like he left his wallet at the symphony because there was kind of a panic to leave New York city because things started to happen. And then you find out that he works with these very high, high society people in like accounting math area. So, and banking. And so he has some inside information and speculation about what's going on, but he's like, doesn't want to share it. Cause he's not sure if it's happening, but it then becomes very clear that the Illuminati essentially has decided that the world is like coming to an end. Right. Um, and then, yeah. And then you see New York getting bombed to shit and that's the end of it. And then the actual final scene, which is really fucking frustrating. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler 
is the daughter finds the bunker. Kevin Bacon's character tells them how one of their neighbors built a bunker. And, like, it was very hush-hush and, like, try to get to the bunker, at least. Which I was like, Kevin Bacon, get to the bunker. I don't even know why you're sharing this information. Yeah, exactly. Go save your family and get to the bunker. Fuck these people. Yeah. Oh, and the sonic boom thing is actually, sorry, based off of what was going on in Cuba with the Cuban and Russian government against the United States government. And this is recent. These are all things that happened recently where they were sending out sonic waves towards American U.S. government buildings and people were getting bloody noses, migraine headaches. They were losing their teeth out of their mouth and stuff because it was like this high frequency wave. Right. They were like testing on Americans. So they used that in the movie and I was like, that's interesting because that's actual, like that's what's happening. And then it's just kind of like, okay, so a few governments abroad have come together to destroy America. Like, that's the movie. And then the final thing is the girl, the little girl wanders off in the middle of this. The friend's girl or yeah. the black girl? The friend's girl. Sorry, yeah. The the uh, black girl is a woman. She's like an adult. Oh, okay. She's just in her 20s. Um, and then the, the girl wanders away from her family when all of this is happening and she knows shit is fucked up. She goes to the neighbor's house and finds the bunker that's totally available. And she turns on the last episode of Friends by herself in the bunker. And I was like, okay, great. Good for you. This is awful. Yeah. And scene. Yeah. Yeah. So how dare they? How dare they? I'm glad I didn't see it. Thank you. Yeah. So I would say like B minus C plus. But uh, yeah. It's no salt burn, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it could have been really great. And it does not, it does not kick up past a few B scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my issue with it. And guess what? Scott Spinelli agreed. Wow. Yeah. I was so just like, you know how unlikable. Really yeah, it's Julia <laughs> Roberts. And he was like, I know. Like, the, she's supposed to be the main character. And you're immediately like, all right, Karen. Yeah. It's upsetting. And you can't not like Mahershala Ali in any, like, he's right. so no, good he's such a good everything. Actor. And just so yeah. likable as a person. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we're really supposed to be skeptical of the black family in 2023 and we can't accept that they own this million dollar Airbnb property. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. And also you guys are fucked because you're in Sag Harbor. So like you're not going to get out. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say you're almost better in New York City than out on Long Island because you have to go through city to get out. No, you'd want to be near a boat. You can get on a boat. Oh, and that's get true. Out you there. could get out. Yeah, from the. You don't want to be anywhere pool. near. I mean, city. from the ocean, but yeah, like Lo Siento. Sorry, dude. Like you're done if if anything starts to go down in New York again. I mean, we're all done. We're all done. Let's yeah, yeah, be real. yeah. But any so. populated area is just over. Yeah. What a great way to end this pod and the last pod of the year. Typical. Uplifting uh, things you want to end with, their case. Um, you know, I just I haven't even come up with my resolutions. Last year was working on my wardrobe, and I feel like I hit that resolution, and we're just gonna keep going with it. But I think maybe I'd be more, be more vulnerable this year. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Be more right, open to love. Get a date to your wedding. I have a year. <laughs> Can I bring the 22 year old British boy? Uh, I don't even know if you're getting a plus one. Ah, how dare you? I mean, you didn't. We can get ones for Kate for Jamie's. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Okay, yeah. Usually, you only give a plus one if you're like engaged or married. Now, no, that's our generation fucking up weddings. You're traditionally oh. supposed to give a plus one 
to allow i never got a plus one to any wedding oh then your friends are cheap yeah any single person is supposed to be like allowed a plus one because how dare you assume you know well i think you'd rather go i would always rather not have the stress of finding a plus one when i don't have no but then when you rsvp you just say like it's supposed right. in terms of polite society, you're supposed to be gi- allowed. You have to be given the opportunity to then say, "Guess what? I don't have a yes. date, so I'm yes. showing up alone." Yeah, rather okay. than say you can only bring a date if you either been living together or you're engaged or married, because then it's like, "Well, I've been in a long term relationship with this person for six years, and they can't well, come to the wedding." That would be well, you know, this that's the thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you need to know the person for more than a year. Yeah. Or what if, but what if you're, you know, that your friends have shitty husbands and boyfriends, and you're gonna let them just because they've been together for three years, you know, yeah. you're allowing them. So, yeah, Tip, Who typically knows? for wedding etiquette, traditionally, that's what it used to be. And then our generation is like, no, it's $250 per plate. I'm not allowing that. Well, let's yeah. definitely, I mean, they weren't that expensive, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. So. That's what it is. So yeah. So then maybe that's the goal. I guess if we learn if I'll have a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. It's not even the new year, and you already got that one checked off. <laughs> I got ten months. All right. I got ten Ooh. months to get into a serious relationship and bring somebody here with and fuck up the seating chart. Hey, I mean, I'm happy to give another table seat if you need to. Thanks, pal. I bring a 23 year old Brit. <laughs> People are like, are you babysitting tonight? <laughs> yeah, his dick. <laughs> so good. All right. All right. Well, I'll see you next year. I'll see you in 20 seconds. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>